and welcome to the All It Takes is a Goal podcast. If you're new around here, I'm a late bloomer who discovered the power of goals in his mid-30s. Now, I'm on a furious mission to create the accelerators I wish I had in my 20s. I'm your host, John Acuff, and today we're going to be talking about how do you collect goals before the year even begins. But first, let's hear a quick word from the sponsor of today's episode. Hey, this is John Acuff, and I am doing a free three-day live event on January 3rd, 4th, and 5th. It's called the Fail Proof Resolutions Challenge, and it is the perfect kickoff to your new year. I'll be teaching for three days in a row, and here's what you'll learn. Day one, we'll create and prioritize a massive list of goals together. Did you notice that last word, prioritize? That's a critical one if you want to win all your goals this year. On day two, we'll turn your goals into a checklist so you can actually accomplish them. And on day three, we'll outline the five levels of success you want to hit with your goals. Sign up is free. And if you can't attend live because you have like your own life and taxes and kids and a bunch of stuff going on in January, no worries. We'll send you the video replay so you can watch on your own time. If you want this year to be different than last year, if you want to write that book, declutter that garage, pay off that debt, lose that weight, learn that language, whatever you want to accomplish, this is for you. Don't miss it. 100% free and 100% awesome. Sign up at johnacuff.com slash challenge. That's J-O-N-A-C-U-F-F dot com slash challenge. All right, let's jump into today's episode. I'm trying something fairly new for those wicked busy people out there. So I'm about to give you a 30 second version of this entire podcast, just in case you're walking around your office, the the kids are having a no nap meltdown, you just finished your time on the treadmill and it's time to get your day started. 30 seconds. You ready? Here's the entire episode. Tomorrow starts today. If you want to win next year, start working on it this year. Where does it say you have to wait until the new year to work on the new year? In our culture, we tend to deify January 1st. We act like it's a magical date. But the best way to win next year is to give yourself a head start this year. There's your 30-second episode. All right. Got a little bit of time for the full episode? Perfect. So do I. Let's, let's talk about it. I want to start by saying I am proud of you. I'm proud of you. And, and here's why. Because nobody gets ready for 2024 when it's still 2023. Most people don't work on their New Year's resolutions until the first week of January. Most people actually don't even have New Year's resolutions. Most people don't carve out a few minutes in a wildly busy month like December. Does your December feel incredibly busy? Doesn't it also feel like we skip some months to get to December? This December feels like it snuck up on me. All of a sudden, I looked up and I was like, oh, hey, this December, I didn't even, I didn't even hear you come in. This December is busy and most people don't carve out any time to think about next year. But as me and my team love to say, we're not most people. That's one of my favorite phrases. We're not most people. And I'm always excited to meet someone else who's jumping into the year with both feet. And that's you. Now, lately, I've been thinking a lot about the word accelerator. That's a word I've been thinking about. I've been writing about. So what's an accelerator? I think an accelerator, especially when applied to the concept of goals, is a tool, a skill, a resource that gets you further and faster than you ever dreamt was possible. That's what an accelerator is. I have a newsletter that I send out called the Try This. That's an accelerator. I do challenges um, online where I teach ideas. That's an accelerator. And this podcast is also going to be an accelerator because today I'm going to share an idea 
that would have allowed me to win the amazing race. I was never on that show. I need to be upfront. I've never been on any game show. But if I had been on that show, this idea would have been my secret weapon. And frankly, I'm embarrassed it took me this long to figure this one out. Have you ever had an idea that you should have recognized like 10 years ago, 15 years ago, 20 years ago? That that's what happened to me with this idea. Because I've been a goal nerd, somebody who's passionately invested in goals because they have the ability to change every part of your life. I don't just mean one part. I mean every part, whether it's a financial goal, a health goal. And what's fun is that when you start a goal in one area of your life, if it goes well, it always spreads to the other areas. But I've been into goals for 15 years now. But to tell you the truth, this simple technique eluded me. It escaped me. And it's, it's not complicated. I just missed it. Here it is in three words. Tomorrow starts today. That's it. That's the whole concept. Tomorrow starts today. So what does it mean to you? Well, it means that if you want to win next year, start working on it this year. Where does it say you have to wait until the new year to work on a goal? As I mentioned in the 30-second wrap-up, in our culture, we tend to deify January 1st. We act like it's a magical date, this special moment that officially starts our New Year resolutions. But here's what I know. If you spend 15 or 20 days working on your goals for the year before the rest of the world even starts, who do you think is going to do better? Because that's what we're talking about right now. It's mid-December. It's December 11th. That's when this one is going to drop. December 11th. And if you spend 15 or the next 20 days working on your goal, who do you think is going to win? And that's why I referenced the Amazing Race show. I personally used to call it the Amazing Panic Attack because watching that show gave me so much stress. It was essentially an hour-long program of people missing flights. It was my nightmare turned into a television show because they always were coming to the airport late. They had to ride a donkey there. They didn't know anybody who owned a donkey. And then they were late to the airport. And that is my nightmare. And the concept of the show, if you haven't seen it, I think it was on CBS. I think it was related. It was like adjacent to Survivor. I think it was in a, like a cousin of Survivor. But the show is really simple. So a couple who was probably going to get divorced as soon as filming was over. The show was that stressful. I would love to see stats on that. That would be an interesting statistic to me. I'd love to see Jeff Probst. Probst? I don't know. It's a silent B or a T. I would love to see Jeff do a wrap-up episode where it was like 10 years of amazing race, looking back on all the divorces because it was so stressful. So this couple had to race against other couples to get around the world the fastest. And it was never easy, right? There are always challenges where it would be like, hey, in this episode, there's a giant snake between you and the airport. You have to fight a python, like a really big pie, like an anaconda. It was such a stressful show. And the winning pair earned a million dollars. It's a pretty good prize. Pretty good prize. It's always sad when you see a game show and they're like, whoever wins today gets, is going home with $25,000. And if you're an adult, you do the tax math on that. And you're like, oh, man, that is not even like a mid-sized Kia. That it's like, you're not getting a stinger. You're definitely not getting a Genesis. I think that's a Hyundai, but they won a million dollars. Pretty good prize. Now imagine if you were on that show and the producer said, Hey, um, we're going to give you a 20 day head start. So we'll hold everyone else back. Like all the other couples, we'll hold them back. Um, they won't get to start for about three weeks. Do you think it'd be easy to win? Of course it would. 
the average Amazing Race takes 21 to 30 days to complete. If they gave you a 20-day head start, you would dominate. It wouldn't even be a good show. It'd be like, well, Tim and, and uh, Patricia already finished. Like, good for them. Now, granted, you're not technically competing against other people with your goals. You're competing against last year's you. So I'm curious. In December of 2022, get into the Wayback Machine. Last year, did you start working on your goals the second week of December? I bet you didn't. I bet you didn't because most people wait until the first week of January or the last week of December to plan their New Year's resolutions. Do you know why that's not helpful at all? Because they plan them when they're on vacation. So what happens is they sit with an entire day of free time and they dream up all the things they want to do. But because they're on vacation, they've got vacation mind and vacation schedule. So they think they've got all the time in the world to work on their resolutions in the new year because that day they do because you're on vacation time. And then January hits and the real schedule, the real workload, the real commute, the real driving your kids between activities comes in like a wrecking ball and destroys all those vacation goals you came up with. We're not going out like that. So here's, here's your first little challenge. I want you to start collecting goals today. Not tomorrow, not next week, not just in January, today. You're going to essentially say to yourself, okay, dear head and heart, please collect any goals you see in my life over the next two weeks. And then they're going to do that. How do I know that's going to happen? Because you find the things you look for. You're just giving yourself permission to start noticing resolutions. You're going to collect them. Now, you can do this in a number of different ways. You can open a note in your phone. You could title it 2024 Goals. And then when you see something that sparks an interest, you could write it down. You could save ideas on Instagram that look interesting. Often, when I'm reading a book and somebody mentions another book, I'll go into Amazon and I've got a list of books that I want to read next year. That's kind of a goal list for me. And I'll just add it to that list. You can use a physical notebook. If you're a paper person, you can use a calendar. I have a massive calendar called the finish calendar that I use every year to plot out my year. You could plot out your goals on your year. You could collect them anyway. I just want to make sure you collect them. Now, I stumbled upon this whole idea one day while reviewing my gift list. You see, I used to be terrible at giving gifts. The worst gift I ever gave was to my wife, Jenny, and I gave her a pair of snowshoes. And this was a terrible gift for a number of reasons. We lived in Massachusetts at the time, so it did snow, but here's why it was a bad gift. Um, number one, she hated the winter. She was born in Florida. She grew up in Georgia. She's a Southern girl. And I dragged her to New England for three years. She didn't like the winter. And I essentially said like, hey, here's a pair of snowshoes to enjoy the thing you hate. And then the other reason this was a bad gift is I didn't buy a pair for myself. So I guess I was saying to her, hey, why don't you go walk out on the tundra? Like get out into the dark, cold New England weather by yourself. I'll be inside just relaxing. You go snowshoe. I was terrible at giving gifts. And the reason I was, was that I would wait until the last second. Now, I wasn't as bad as the dad who waits until the last second and then buys a whole bunch of stuff at Walgreens on December 24th. Every dad has done that. We were like, oh, like we recognize, like if you have two kids, you do the math and you're like, whoa, this one kid has way more presents than the other kid. We got to 
we got to backfill this somehow. Everything's closed. Go to Walgreens. See if they have a basketball on it that says sports are amazing. And you're like, hey, you know how you wanted a sports are amazing official basketball? I totally didn't buy this next door. They sell Claritin. I've never done that, but I was pretty close. And the reason why was simple. I waited until it was too late to think about gifts. So what would happen is the first or second week of December, I'd say, oh, okay, brain. Um, try to imagine some amazing gifts that the people we love would like. And my poor brain would be like, ooh, ooh okay, uh, uh, I don't know. Um, doesn't Jenny like socks or something? I think your wife likes socks. I feel like I've definitely seen her wear socks. And I'd respond, wait, what? Socks? No, 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 no. That's, that can't be the best you can come up with. We're doomed. And my brain would be like, hey, hey. Sorry, buddy. Uh, you kind of threw me for a loop on this one. Last second, I've been focused on gross motor skills like driving a car. So you're going to give me a little bit of a panic attack if you keep asking until last second. It was a mess. And then one year, I tried something different. In November, when Jenny said she liked something in a small boutique we were in, this is going to blow your mind. I wrote that down on a note in my phone. I just wrote, Jenny, Thermopin meat thermometer. That was actually the thing she mentioned. We were at a little kitchen boutique, if you will. And she said, oh, I've always wanted one of these. I'd love one of these. And I was like, okay. I put that in my phone. And then weeks later, when Christmas actually rolled around, I bought that for her. And I gave it to her on Christmas morning. And she was so thrilled. She felt really honored that I had remembered. That's the same technique you and I are going to use with our own goals. We're going to ask our brains and our hearts to look for goals, and then we're going to collect them. So don't just give yourself an hour to brainstorm on December 31st. Give yourself weeks and weeks to think about your goals. Pay attention. Write them down. Collect them like clues to a treasure you maybe have never found. That's one of the things that's fun about goals. Goals introduce you to you, especially when you collect them over a few weeks. I've been working on my goals for months at this point, because I'm a huge goal nerd. I actually started meeting with a buddy in August to talk about 2024. That's how much I was like, ooh, this year better watch out. I got a big year planned. I'm working on it. I'm working on it. I started working on them. What's interesting is my wife actually pointed out that I was hiding from a really important one. We had a conversation. I was telling her my goals for the year. And she said, I noticed that none of them involve sales. And she said, that's a real shame because you're in sales. You have a small business, you're in sales. And then she said, I've also noticed you only measure things you're not afraid of. Ooh, body blow. And she was right. And that happened because we were at dinner with some friends, Sean and Heather. And I told Sean that I had done CrossFit 118 times this year. And then we got home, Jenny said, if you know exactly how many times you've done CrossFit, but not how many times you've promoted your book, you're hiding from sales. And I was like, whoa, like you say a lot of true things a lot of the time. And she was right. So now I'm going to add some more sales to my goals. I'm going to work on some sales goals. And I was able to do that because I had been working on my goals. I didn't wait until the very end of the year to do it. I've been working on it. So start today. And I promise, here's my promise to you. If you start today, you start collecting some goals. When January 1st actually rolls around, you'll be glad because you have a whole list of resolutions just waiting for you. It's like throwing, it's like writing down like messages in a bottle and throwing them on your own shore. 
on January 1st, you're going to look up and there's going to be all these bottles all over your shore. And you'll think, I'm so glad I did that. Thank you for listening to today's episode. We'll put all the links in the show notes as always. And thank you for reviewing this podcast. The reviews you write are super encouraging. Here's one I saw recently from John Mulford. John said, very practical. John has a way of helping me see my goals and little steps to accomplish. His wit and his humorous thoughts always make me smile or giggle. I am inching toward my goal. Inch by inch is a cinch. Yard by yard is hard. He was quoting John uh, Bythway. Bythway. So here's what's funny. It's just one word. Uh, He's quoting John Bythway or John by the way. Um, So it's either somebody named John Bythway or John by the way. I just noticed that when I was looking at that note. That's funny. Maybe that human's name isn't John Bythway. Maybe he just didn't put spaces between John by the way. Uh, John Mulford, if you're listening, please feel free to leave another uh, review where you clarify that. Oh, that's so funny. Thanks for writing that, John. Make sure you subscribe or follow or whatever it is the kids are saying these days. And please write a review. I'll see you next week. And remember, all it takes is a goal. Thanks for listening. To learn more about the All It Takes is a Goal podcast and to get access to today's show notes and exclusive content from John Acuff, visit acuff.me slash podcast. Thanks again for joining us. Be sure to tune in next week for another episode of the All It Takes is a Goal podcast.